Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for Wednesday, April the 15th, 2020. So continuing on today, we are reading from Henry Nouwen's little book, You Are the Beloved. Uh, It's reflections for every day of the year. Uh, We we just jumped in the day after Easter, which was April 13th, and uh, we're going to continue on for the foreseeable future. Uh, Today we're going to read from Exodus chapter 20 verses 3 uh, to 6. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them for I the Lord your God am a jealous God punishing the children for the sin of their fathers to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. So today, Henry Nouwen's uh, little devotion doesn't necessarily offer a scripture uh, along with it, but I thought I would add that one uh, from Exodus chapter 20. A lot of times we think about this passage in Exodus chapter 20 as Uh, about people who used to make little statues or little idols and bow down and worship them in the Old Testament. And we might wonder to ourselves, why in the world would they do such things? Um, But really the passage is about so much more than that. It's about making God into some kind of image that we can get our hands on, that we can kind of wrap our minds around. And we know that God cannot be put into any kind of image or box that we would want to put God in. And this is uh, one of the commandments. You notice those are from the Ten Commandments. Uh, One of the commandments is that we don't create God into something that God isn't. So God is so much bigger than anything we can understand or anything we can comprehend. But we have this tendency to bring God down to size so we can kind of handle God, if you, you know what I'm saying. So we can still have some control of the whole process. And one of the ways that they would do that was they would carve these images of stone uh, or maybe of gold. You remember the golden calf? But the images represented so much bigger things like economy. Uh, they, they represented fertility often, kind of the, the whole thing of life-giving, the life-giving ability of like the ground to produce crops or are actual just people to reproduce. Uh, they, they had all kinds of gods that represented all kinds of things. And there's still some of the same things that we tend to bow down to today. Our consumerism, our, our uh, commerce system, uh, sex, money, power, those kinds of things. And so uh, th- that's one way that we can make God into our image. Um, Henry Nouwen's talking about another way that we don't think about a whole lot in today's devotion. He's talking about the idea that we often associate God with certain feelings. So that that can be a dangerous thing in the life of faith. But And you may have had an experience with God 
where you have felt something. I, I remember I was reading the passage of the crucifixion and I began to cry this last Good Friday. I, when I experience God, sometimes I will cry. Sometimes I'll feel this like, just like this deep peace in my chest. Um, but Henry Nouwen says that we should not make God into our feelings. So he says, God, just as God cannot be caught or comprehended in any specific idea, any kind of concept or opinion or conviction, he cannot be defined by any specific feeling or emotion either. God cannot be identified with a good, affectionate feeling towards our neighbor. So when we feel good about maybe helping our neighbor out, uh, or with a sweet emotion of the heart, or with ecstasies. Maybe you've been in a worship service where you really just experience God's presence close. Um, movements of the body or handling snakes. I think that's kind of tongue-in-cheek. God is not just our good inclinations, our fervor, our generosity, or our love. All these experiences of the heart may remind us of God's presence, but their absence does not prove God's absence. God is not only greater than our mind, God is greater than our heart. And just as we have to avoid the temptation of adapting God to our small concepts in our minds, we also have to avoid the temptation of making God about our feelings. So I want to say to you what that means in this time, especially where we're dealing with this global pandemic, is there will be days where we don't have the feeling that maybe God has just invaded the room that we're in, or we don't have the, the feelings of, of warm kind of uh, love toward our neighbor, as he says. It, we Maybe there are times where we just feel blah, blah. <laughs> and in the Christian life, one of the things that we have to understand is that God is not our feelings. And so faith means that we put our trust in God even when we don't feel God or sense God. There's this uh, thing in the Christian life that St. John of the Cross called the dark night of the soul. And it's literally this time where it feels like God has just withdrawn his presence from Christians all throughout the ages. People have experienced this, like God is absent. And it's not that they're rejecting God or they're out sinning in some kind of willful kind of disobedience to God. It's they're seeking God, but God seems to just disappear. And, uh, that dark night of the soul is often just this understanding of when it comes down to it, will we believe, will we trust even when we don't feel a thing? And that's where true faith is kind of tested and proven. If you've ever read or, or watched the Chronicles of Narnia, there's this picture of this Aslan who's kind of supposed to be like the God character if you didn't know that. And Aslan just comes and goes as he pleases. He just shows up and then he disappears. And, uh, and that's one of the things that we kind of notice about God. The name that God gave to Moses in Exodus was, I am that I am. That's my name. If people ask you who, who sent you, it is I am. And really that, that verb in Hebrew is simply just to be. I will be what I want to be. And so what faith means is that we trust God, even maybe in the times where we don't sense God, where we don't feel God, where it feels like maybe even God is absent. Uh, absent. And that is when we know whether we are having faith or whether we're just responding to stimuli of our feelings, where the, the good feelings 
make us then say, oh, well, I will believe God because he makes me feel good, right? And, and the idea is that we worship God and we serve God because God is the Lord of the universe. And even if our feelings don't resonate with maybe how they should, we know that God is still good. God still loves us. God still cares about our needs, our desires, our wants for this day. And even if we don't feel God, God is right here with us on this Wednesday, uh, April the 15th, 2020, in the midst of a pandemic. And so today I hope that will give you a sense of hope and purpose as you live today to realize that even if your feelings aren't in line with maybe what you think they should be, that God has not left you. God is with you. God is present with you. Even in the room you're in, as I'm here in my home, uh, God is with you. Uh, whether you feel something or not, we can still place our trust and our hope in the God who never leaves us or forsakes us. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.